Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. This is Damon Roberts. I'm here with Stephen A. Smith um, at the Pump Foundation and uh, grateful, Stephen, for taking the time to join us and, Thank you. and wanted to just ask you how long you've been involved with the Pump Foundation. Oh, this is my first year, actually. Um, everybody in the world of sports is familiar with the Pump Brothers, no doubt about that, but um, I never had to really pl- the pleasure of meeting them and breaking bread with them until a few months ago. Um, I'm familiar with their work. I'm familiar with their philanthropy. And, you know, um, when I met them, we talked a lot about sports and whatever. And then they asked me to be here, uh, obviously, as a presenter to uh, for Isaiah Thomas. So I was honored to do that because I, I go back a very, very long ways with Isaiah Thomas, yeah. uh, spanning more than 26 years. And so because of that, um, it was an honor and a privilege to, to have that request. And it certainly was something I intended to honor. That's great. And speaking of Isaiah Thomas, you, you've had an opportunity to interview a lot of different people from different walks of life. Um, what would you say is, is one of your favorite, just for personal reasons, one of your favorite interviews or people that you, you've enjoyed or had the, the pleasure of interviewing? Well, I've been blessed and fortunate to interview practically everyone in the sports world. I think the only person in the sports world that I have never interviewed was Tiger Woods. Really? Um, when I had my show uh, many years ago, quite frankly, on ESPN2, he was actually en route to coming on, a, on, on that show before it got canceled. But, you know, obviously, you know, with Isaiah Thomas, there's so many stories. I, what I recall most about him, oh, there's a lot of things to recall about him, but he gave me my first, it was the first time I interviewed a current professional athlete. Oh. Um, it was his last year in the NBA with the Detroit Pistons. And I was a high school reporter for the New York Daily News. No way. And I had a couple of connections, and people got me in Madison Square Garden. Uh, The Detroit Pistons were going to play there. And um, Isaiah Thomas, after a shoot-around, he wasn't talking to the media at that particular moment in time, but he saw me, and he said, Hey, kid, what are you doing here? What's your name? And I told him my name, and he asked me what I was doing there, and I told him that I was aspiring to be an NBA writer someday. And he sat down and talked with me for 20 minutes, and that was my first interview. Wow. And he certainly didn't have to do that. And so I always remembered that. And then obviously coming into the league, being an NBA, ultimately getting into business and being an NBA, becoming an NBA beat reporter. Uh, he was a co-owner of uh, the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up being an executive of the Knicks eventually. Um, he was coaching the and the Pacers. And we all know what he did as a player in terms of being a national champion and a two-time NBA champion, but he's an astute businessman, very, very knowledgeable, very intelligent. Um, and I think what a lot of people never realized about him was he's the former president of the NBA Players Association. Hmm. And a lot of things that you see in the media in terms of diversity, Isaiah Thomas was the one who fought for that as president of the Players Association. He was the one that highlighted the paucity of African-Americans and others who were not covering the sport and, and insisted that that was a issue that needed to be addressed and a lot of us that are covering the NBA today owe him an incredible debt of gratitude because not just black folks but women as well yeah and um, because he was a one as the president of the Players Association who prioritized all of that a lot of people don't know that about him but I know yeah so he's been kind of like a mentor in a way in a you way. know kind of leading leading the way for a lot of people and, and athletes a lot of times yes. credit their success to good mentors do you have any good mentors along the way that have kind of been your your guide or someone that's kind of helped you with your career? Well, I've been fortunate and blessed. I played college basketball for the late, great Clarence Big House Gaines. Uh, he definitely was a mentor. 
uh, you know, my family and, you know, the greatest mom that I believe God ever created. She was a mentor. <laughs> she was also my mama. Um, obviously, there's people in the business, the Mike Wilbons of the world, the late, great Ralph Wileys of the world. Um, you know, Brian Gumble to this day is somebody that I speak to frequently as well, that I have profound and tremendous respect for. A lot of people that, a lot of names that people wouldn't know, the Mike Brutons of the world who used to write for the Philadelphia Inquirer, Curtis Bunn for the New York uh, Daily News, Rob Parker, who's a radio yeah. host on Fox Sports Radio right out here and nationally syndicated as well. So I've got connections and friends throughout this industry and I've, I've taken and learned a lot of things from all of those people. But Isaiah Thomas is also one of those people. I wouldn't call him a mentor because I was a reporter who had to cover him. And sometimes you got to call him out when things weren't <laughs> great. And so, you know, that's not something you do with your mentor. So I would tell you he was a mentor to players per sure. se, but he was definitely somebody I had an incredible level of respect and admiration for. Um, and we grew to be friends over the years. And certainly now that I'm in the position that I'm in um, and his playing days are over and what have you, our relationship has gotten even closer because there's a level of openness and candor that we can both have with one another. And I just, I just know a lot about him that a lot of people don't know, that a lot of people don't appreciate, that a lot of people wouldn't understand about him, his fiery personality, where he comes from, why he thinks the way that he thinks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's all relevant. It's all relevant to what we deal with in today's day and age. Um, but he is a great, great man. He's a great champion on a lot of different levels yeah. uh, and an incredible inspiration to our community and beyond. You know, we, we all strive, whether you're a sports writer, a financial advisor, or an athlete, we strive to find people that can influence us mm -hmm. and then hire those around us to the things that we're not good at. Yeah. And, you know, it, being around athletes, you see a lot of money, uh, people that, uh, mm -hmm. that receive a lot up front and don't have the education behind that. Um, and how to handle that. Mm -hmm. How have you handled the success, uh, the financial success that you've had, and do you have mentors in the financial world? Well, I have people I listen to in the financial world. I wouldn't call any of them mentors for this simple reason. It's hard to trust people with your money. <laughs> so you gotta trust somebody at some point, but you know what, you know what, I, I think I learned it in the Reagan administration and it's been echoed ever since. Trust but verify. That's me when it comes to my money. That's number one. Number two, I just started making some money, you know, so let's understand that I'm, you know, as, as blessed as I have been um, to achieve what I have achieved, people keep forgetting that that just started, you know, for the first 25 years or so in this business, I scratched and I clawed my way to wherever level I got to. Nothing yeah. was given to me. Um, and anybody that knows anything about business, particularly when you're an employee, my philosophy is simple. If there's three contract negotiations that take place, consider yourself 0-2 and hope that you win the third, because that's usually <laughs> the case uh, when you are going up against a company uh, as pristine, as elite as ESPN and Walt Disney. They're going to win off more often than they lose come negotiation time. Um, and then you learn along the way in terms of financial literacy. Uh, my accountant, Charles Holmes, my, my financial advisor, uh, Stacey Robinson, along with a plethora of other people that I know in the world of business, including professional athletes like Isaiah and others, you know, giving you advice and espousing their wisdom when they can. You're a W-2, so that means Uncle Sam is taking 50% <laughs> of your money before you see it. And then you're paying fees, and a lot of times people are negotiating fees, and you don't have that leverage at the time where, you know, they're taking 10% of what you gross, but it's after you net it. 
So all of a sudden, you know, you you dip and you walk away and you end up with 25 to 30 cents on the dollar. And I'm in my 40s approaching my 50s at the time before I fully comprehend comprehended yeah. what I had to endure because I just wasn't making that kind of money. Well, you've got these athletes here and a lot of people lack the level of sympathy and empathy for them that they should have because you got an 18, a 19, a 21 year old and you're throwing all of this money at them and people are out there preaching, get the money while you can, get the money while you can. They shouldn't have to go to college. Let them come straight out of high school. Well, yeah, that's true. But the problem is you're also asking them to make choices to protect their money and yeah. to protect their decisions. At a very young age, they don't even know themselves. How the hell are they gonna know the other stuff that comes with it? And so all of those kind of things, as you educate yourself and you become a bit more intellectual, you realize that it could be something that could be a hindrance to your success. And so what do you do? You lean on the people around you. And sometimes they're not the most competent people in the world, but you don't know any better. And in most instances, you don't care because trust is more important than competence at a particular moment in time when it comes to some of these young folks. Yeah. They don't know any better and they hear stuff all the time and people are coming in their face all the time telling them what they can do for them, how they can monetize their brand and do all of this other stuff. And they don't have the experience to decipher what's truth, what's falsehood or anything. All they know is familiar faces that have been around them all their lives that they can they feel they can trust. Yeah. And it's hard for them to comprehend. That might not be somebody you can trust in this particular category. But even then, it's a problem because even if that person isn't handling your money, they're the ones advising you who to trust to handle your money. Yeah. And since you trust them, you trust their decisions. And sometimes that puts you in a quandary as well. So it's an incredibly, incredibly difficult situation. And when you run across people that have accomplished a lot of things that are very, very well connected and that have your best interests at heart, it definitely can propel you. You get to know the Pump Brothers and what have you and the people that they know and the people that they can introduce you to. It can ascend you to heights that you haven't seen before. But how many people know them? Yeah. And how many people can sit down and break bread with them? And how many people can curry favor with them and get their counsel and advice, et cetera, et cetera? You just don't know. And so all of those things come associated with profound, profound challenges. And all you can do is live within your means. And for me personally, that's what I do. I, I, it doesn't matter what I spend. I save twice as much. Hey, that's my philosophy. If I spend $100, I'm saving 200 I save 300, I, I spend 300, I'm saving 600. I make sure I invest in my future first, and then I enjoy myself in the present, not the other way around. Yeah, those are great words uh, to live by, Stephen. Uh, we re I really appreciate your time, um, and uh, wish you well in your career, and you. uh, that you can continue to accomplish all, the, all your goals, and again, thank you. Appreciate thank you for it. having me, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.